Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I hope you've had the most amazing week. I know it's hard to believe it's just zipped by again another Thursday, right? Well, today I'm really excited to share with you my guest, Zarathustra. And Zarathustra is an internationally known founder of Fifth Dimensional Quantum Healing and Awareness. He is a spiritual teacher, master healer, and conduit of the truth, who has dedicated his life to elevating human consciousness. By combining Eastern and Western teachings, he aims to share the truth that what we seek resides in our own hearts. Welcome, Zarathustra. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm so happy to have you here. So there's so much to talk about because it's there's so many levels um, that we can go into. But let's start at, at the beginning. Let's start with your path. How did you get on the spiritual path and get to where you are today? Um, basically, I it, it's a strong calling. I from childhood, from age five or six, I had questions. I would look into the sky at nighttime uh, with my brother sisters were uh, sleeping outdoors, and then uh, I'm just questioning who made the universe and where does this end? And they would answer me like, "This is God. God's made it." And I would ask question, "Who is God? And how did how did God came to be?" And, of course, they couldn't answer it. And, um, and I was wondering, where does the sky and space end? And uh, they would tell me it's infinite. So there was a lot of questions, like, why am I here on this planet at age five or six? I was asking this question. And uh, what's, the, what's the reason I'm here? Um, so, and then I remember the next episode is my grandfather had died and I'm, I'm in the back of the car we're driving. It was raining and raindrops were falling on the, win- on the window and I'm looking through the window and I asked my parents that what happens to you, what happens to somebody when they die? And my parents said, there are no more. And I said, uh, I'm six years old. I said, no, that's not true. Um, because I knew in that moment the uh, something deep inside me, even though I didn't know what it meant or what I am means, but I knew down deep, I am can never die. So I thought to myself, how can I ever die? Uh, my body can die, but how can I ever die? And then, of course, you forget about it. You're a kid and you move on with your life. And that's basically... Uh, is a part of it, uh, the base of it. However, at one point, um, um, I I was in my late 20s, and a strong awakening process started to take place. And most of the time, this happens, as you know, uh, through some kind of shock treatment, or somehow things get shaky, and it kind of forces you to dig deeper 
to look into the nature of existence, your own existence. And uh, ultimately what you discover is when this, you know, when your foundation is shaken, uh, uh, you look into the spirit. You go to the spirit when our foundation is shaken only to find out that it is the spirit who shakes it. It's so true. It does shake it. And before we came on, I remember telling you, you know, how when I started my spiritual path, like my life, I, I was in that place. They were shaking me like a tree. So <laughs> I had to I had to go down the path and find out what's going on. So yeah. we were talking also about your teaching is based on silence. How does that work? How do you, you know, when you're, Let's talk about silence, what it does, and how you base your teaching on that. Right. Well, every, anything, anything which is true and is of any value does come from silence. Silence is the very foundation of our awakening. Uh, there's never been an awakened being, a master, prophet, uh, awakened teacher, that hasn't arrived to a silent mind. It hasn't arrived to that place. Uh, I don't care who they are. They all arrived to silence within themselves because that's where inner peace is, when there's no thoughts. So that's the very foundation of our very spirituality. Through. So it- Oh, Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Okay. I was no, just no, no. Say- I can I can keep going for a long time. So <laughs> okay. feel free to feel free to interrupt me. I'm sorry. You took a pause, and I just thought it was my opportunity. Right. No, but you did the right thing. Okay. Many people, I will include myself. You know, you have that monkey mind, that chatter. For people who say I can't stop my mind from talking to me, from doing my laundry list or my to do list. How does one start down the path of silence? Like, how would one get silent to begin with? Right. Well, with the right training, right uh, exercise, uh, to recognize the the recognition that you're not your mind. That's the number one thing, because uh, they're true. Nobody can stop their mind. And, And because you're trying to use the mind to stop the mind. You're telling yourself, okay, I don't want to think. So you're thinking to yourself not to think. And what that does is when you're resisting something, it persists. The key element is the the right training, which to recognize that you're not your thoughts. And it's very simple. The reason you're not your thoughts is you're able to observe them. You're, You're able to witness your thoughts or different word, to know your thoughts, to be aware of your thoughts, correct? Because that's how you say my mind is driving me crazy, right? Yes, that's true. Right, so you're observing an object. It's not, it's outside of you. It's just like if I'm sitting, uh, uh, lying down on my back on the grass, and I'm looking at the sky, and there's some clouds passing through the blue sky. So I'm observing the clouds, but behind it, it's the blue sky. The blue sky always remains the blue. Blue. It doesn't matter how many storms we witness, whether it's hail or snow or it's thunderstorms. 
at the end of the day, no matter how nasty is the storm and no matter how long it, it lasts, and you're from the East Coast, so you know about storms, <laughs> and, <laughs> but they all go, they all pass. And at the end, what do you see? You see blue sky. Yeah, right. Do. So the same thing, it's, a, it's the same thing happens in our minds. You get the brainstorms, the mind storms, and thoughts are driving you crazy. But then what happens? They go. And when they go, what, what, what's left? It's quiet. It's silence. So your basis, your foundation is already silence. That's how you detect noise. If you weren't established in silence, you would never know you have a busy mind. Because a busy mind needs to be compared to something. Otherwise, there, would no, there wouldn't be an awareness of it. That's so interesting. And so you would look at the, the, your thoughts as the clouds that float through and the silence as the blue sky. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And That's- so once you understand this, and, and I work with my students and I give them exercises, they're able to separate themselves. They're able to identify with the witness rather than the what's being witnessed so this is how we get into trouble because we have never had any training from childhood our parents didn't teach us this uh media doesn't teach it school doesn't teach it government doesn't teach it so you have you have no reason to believe that you're not your thoughts everything surrounding you is supporting this false notion it's, it's a false notion. It's not even true. And so, so you believe you are something you're not. As a result of that, you suffer because you're trying to stop something which is impossible to stop, but you're identifying with it, and it's very noisy and very uncomfortable. So that causes suffering. That's interesting. Because in one of some of my teachings, it was taught that instead of fighting, like you're saying, don't fight the thought, but almost invite it to come along with you on your journey, like taking it by its hand and saying, okay, you want to be part of this? Let's go. And bringing the thought into the journey, and then the thought goes away. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. So it's the same story with your emotions. People... I've had thousands of people come to me and they're suffering from depression, anxiety, fear, all kinds of unwanted emotions. In a very short period of time, I help them become completely free from their emotions. It's not, not, it's, this is what I, this is, uh, what I teach is completely different. It's very different. It's the opposite of pseudo-spirituality. The pseudo, the new age, the new spirituality is about positive thinking and positive visualization and manifestation. So you get what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, And finding and manipulating things that you feel good. But it just doesn't work. It's a great idea, but it doesn't work. Because... You, 
positive thinking and negative thinking is the same crap. It's all thinking. So it's not peace. Peace of mind is no thoughts. And also not to be a victim of your unwanted emotions. Because the emotions come and go. They're called emotion. They're traveling. So once you get this education, what happens is you realize that you're not your emotions either. They come and go and you witness them. So the teaching is about a training program to make you realize the truth of who you are. The truth of who we are is that we are pure awareness and our job is to be aware. This is what we do. But not to identify with what we're aware of. So when anxiety comes, I'm simply... I'm aware of the presence of this emotion. I can't help it not to feel it. But so if I want to resist the emotion, it gets stronger. That's what we do. Anxiety comes and I take a pill, I drink some wine, I smoke a joint, I go for a run, maybe I eat pizza, maybe I have ice cream, maybe I have sex. I'll do whatever I can to get rid of it. means I'm resisting it. And so it keeps coming back. But if I pull back and hold my original position, that I'm just a witness of it, I'm observing anxiety. Anxiety is here. Anxiety is present. I'm not resisting it. I'm acknowledging its presence. And then it just goes away. It has no power. Yes, I do feel it when it's here. So for five seconds, for five minutes, I'm going to experience anxiety. But I'm not anxiety. I'm the witness of it. Do you believe in, in uh, now this is something I had been taught a while ago, but when emotions come, give it 90 seconds. If you can just breathe through it for 90 seconds, it will dissipate. Yeah, it's the same thing because uh, it's in the same way. It's still a little bit incomplete. To complete this is to recognize that you are not the emotion. You are the witness of it. You're the observer of it. You're the experiencer of the emotion. But that's not who you are. That's a false identity. I'm identifying with something that I'm not, and therefore I suffer. If I identify with my own true nature, which is simply the witness, I'm the witness. I'm here witnessing. This is the only thing I do all my life. All of your life, you have been witnessing things. You've been witnessing your body, Growing, changing, going through puberty, changing its shift, hair coming from here and there, <laughs> skin changes, all kinds of weird things happen to it. And, you know, you can see the rise of it. It gets better. It reaches its peak and then it starts to go downhill. You have watched that. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, and sometimes you say, God damn it, you know, it sucks getting old or whatever, and all these weird things starts to happen. So to whom? Who is witnessing it? Who's aware of this? Each individual who's aware, who's, 
what's happening to. Right, exactly. So, in other words, uh, you're not it. You're watching something, you're not it. You're not. Same thing, you're watching your mind. It's going crazy, all kinds of thoughts. And your emotions can change. This, you know, you wake up in the morning, you get a good email from someone, da 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 da, they send you some money or some love, you feel good. By noon, you get some bad news and you feel, you feel sad. By afternoon, something else happens, so your emotions constantly come and go. But you, if, you realize, if you recognize you're not your emotions, then you're con con what happens is you're constantly in this state of peace and quietness. You're silent. You recognize your, your, true, your true nature is silence and not involved. That's really, that's a great thing. We're going to take a pause on this right now. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk more. And I saw a video of you, and I wanted to talk to you about some of the concepts that you were talking about on the video. So hang sure. on, guys, out there. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you've been hanging on with me, you know who I'm speaking to. It's um, Zaratustra. <laughs> thank you. I just, our conversation that, just took it out of my mind. I apologize. That, Zaratustra. <laughs> Zaratustra is an internationally known founder of Fifth Dimension Quantum Healing and Awareness. He's a spiritual teacher, master healer, and conduit of the truth who has dedicated his life to elevating human consciousness. By combining Eastern and Western teachings, Zarathustra aims to share the truth that we see that what we seek resides in our hearts. So welcome back. Thank you. So when we went to commercial, we were talking about uh, 
the silence and the thoughts. And, and when we were in commercial, we, we continued the conversation about when you illuminate the thoughts, they sort of go away or they move on. I shouldn't say go away. They just move on and out. Is that a great a way of synopsising? Yeah, absolutely. This? Of course. Of course. Yeah. And before we went on break, you were doing a documentary. A gentleman, I can't remember his name. Ke uh, Kevin Redhead. Moore. Kevin Moore. That right. was it. And the, and I was listening to a part, and you were talking about the present, about there is no past, there's no future. Everything is right now and staying mm -hmm. in the moment, mm -hmm. staying in the present, and how powerful that is. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, of course. I mean, there, you can't be anywhere else anyways, because there is nowhere else. Well, these people, so if you're thinking about something that happened in the past, don't you, in the moment, go, go into the past, sort of? Yeah, like, I mean, where, where is it? Where is it? Where is that past? It's in oh. your memory, isn't it? Yes. Right. And how good is your memory anyway? It depends. What do you remember, do you remember <laughs> what you ate last week for lunch on Thursday? I'm thinking. No. No, yeah. no you don't. Mm. So... Okay, when you go back to, you remember your college days or your high school days? Do you yes. have any? Okay, and so let me use this scenario. You get together with three other of your girlfriends. These are your posses. You're, you know, one is married, one moved to uh, Netherlands, da, 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 da. But you get together after 10 years, sitting, you're somewhere having a margarita talking, and one of us says, Oh, Marla, you remember that we were crazy and we were in this Irish pop and you jumped over the counter of the bar and you pulled your top off and you were drinking tequila <laughs> and da, da 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 You remember this? And you say, no, it wasn't me. It was Janet. And Janet says, no, it wasn't me. It was Mary. So no one can agree on what really happened because nobody exactly remembers what happened. That's so, his side, her side, and the truth. When you go yeah, it's four four people ha were there, and nobody really remembers exactly what happened. So, did it really happen? That's almost it, like saying, if a if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? If there is any, if there is nobody there to witness it, <clears throat> so what I'm saying is that if you can't remember something, did it really happen? So where is the past? It, it is a memory in your mind, but it's not here. So can you take me back to five seconds ago? When we were talking about the past. <laughs> yeah, you, we can't go back. Because the reason that there's only one thing that exists, and it's always here, and it's always now, and there's nothing else. There is nothing else. I mean... That's all you have always, here and now. But in your mind, you can travel into the memory, the world of memory. That's all you're doing. Even so, if you're daydreaming about future or you're worried about future, future is a product of the past. Because you're using a past memory and you're, you're assuming it, in, processing it in your mind. And you call it future. The reason for that is because life's moments are not horizontal. So you're not traveling from, from 
past, present, future, such a thing, because they're not connected. The moments of life is not connected to each other. They're, they're, um, the moments, they're vertical. So they are very close to each other. So this okay. moment happens, it's over, and then this moment happens, it's over, and the next one. So, but they're not attached to each other. So you can't go back and forth. It only happens one time, once ever in the history of existence. So once it happens, it's over forever. So, and it's always now. All of them are happening right now. Is it making any sense? It, it, it is. It's making sense to me. Yes. Right. So, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so, well, it, and it works at folk, making people focus on what's in front of them right, right now, right here and now. You and I are having this conversation. I'm saying this. In a second, it's going to be gone, which will make it in the past. But I'm right here with you when we're having this conversation. The only thing you have ever, you ever have is right now. You can cut it any way you like. You can say past lives. You can say, I come from Pallades and I'm getting, ch I'm channeling entities from other dimensions. It doesn't matter. It's all, ha it's, you're always here because there is no other place to be. So how does this work with people who tend to live in the past? How do you get them to understand like let go of those those mem that memory bank and come here and focus in right now and so that you can move your life, your trajectory yeah. forward. Well, I mean, normally people who come to me, they, they have suffered enough that they're, re they're ready to, or they're at certain uh, stage in your spiritual um, evolution that they're open to these teachings. I don't preach this to ordinary people. I don't, I don't try to convince anybody of, of what I'm talking to you about. Absolutely, and I never try it. I mean, I did in my youth. I was stupid enough to try that, and I very quickly realized that if someone's not ready for this, they're not interested, and you're wasting your breath. So answering your question, those who are open to it, they're suffering from something. So now you can get their attention. And so you have to develop a trust relationship. So if I can do something in the first maybe 15 minutes, half an hour, or the first session I'm with someone to bring them into inner peace, then you have show, shown them a way that they can tap into it and they trust you and then they want to work with you. They're open to you now. So and then this, everything changes. And this is what you teach in your life training program or is it a different program? Yeah, the life, the life training program actually is a very, very it's, uh, it, it is the signature uh, program that I've ever created. Uh, it is a VIP tailor-made program for advanced students, someone who's committed because it's a three-month program, and uh, we meet once a week for one and a half hour. And basically, they, I, the first couple of sessions, I'm just doing fa fact findings. I'm finding out what's, what is it 
you know, but the person's past, so I spend a lot of time asking questions, meditating on it to find the hiccups and the blockages and what's going on. And so we're very quickly clear that part. Then I'm able to take him to higher levels of consciousness. So it's a very specific work. It's very much designed to accelerate your spirituality and take you home. Uh, and I do cover a lot of different things. De and again, it depends on the individual. It depends where they're at. If I encounter somebody who has a lot of issues with their past as far as they've been sexually abused or physically abused or they've been abandoned, and so then I have to make sure we clear those areas before I can take him into more advanced places or get the third eye activated and get him access to have some psychic powers. So you want to make sure you heal the heart first. But I do come across advanced students that they don't need these kind of things and I need to take them deep inside into the silence within themselves. So it all depends. What about somebody who might not be that advanced who finds you? Then I just, if they're open to it, I, um, we just go according to where they're at. Normally, most people who get to me, they've, they've been through the ringer. Yeah, I can understand that. Can, can we switch a, a little bit? Uh, because I want to get into the 5D quantum awareness. I want to talk a little bit about 5D. What, it is, what is it? The quantum awareness, how it works? Right. Yes, absolutely. The... <clears throat> Uh, f well, let's talk about what's fifth dimension first before okay. we say what is the awareness of the fifth dimension. The fi fifth dimension is a unified field of oneness, a unified field of love. Imagine that you are on, in the ocean and, and it's beautiful turquoise Caribbean waters. It's soft, smooth, turquoise all over, and there's nothing else. There's only the ocean. There's no beach. There's no land. There's no trees, uh, nothing. It's only the ocean. Okay. So the fifth dimensional consciousness is the consciousness of oneness, means that you arrive in this place that there's no thoughts, there's no duality. It's pure presence. It's only I am. And then there's nothing to compare yourself or it to it. Oneness means what? There's only one. There's nothing else. So the 5D quantum awareness is uh, the awareness of the oneness. To arrive at this place, the recognition and having a direct experience of the rec recognizing the truth of who you are. And what we is going on is we are hypnotized to believe that we're separated. We hypnotize to believe that we're an individual separated from the source. Therefore, we have our free will and we are the author of our own uh, 
book, we have this illusion of personal authorship, which comes with the illusion of having free will, which all of, none of it is real. It's only an imagination. There is no free will because there is no individual on this planet. Nobody is separated from the oneness. So you can't have your own free will because you're not separated. You are the one. So 5D quantum awareness is to help you to recognize. That's the awareness of recognition that it's only one. But these are words. We heard this a million times. Everybody talks about it. So it's kind of like bullshit in so many ways because it's words. You don't feel it. If you don't feel something, it's nonsense. It's just a mental process that you have. Because, okay, I don't feel one. My landlord is kicking me out of my house. I'm late in my mortgage. My car is being repossessed or whatever. I'm just using imaginary scenario. So I don't feel one. That's okay. what someone can say. Because as I mentioned, these, these stuff, if you don't feel it and you don't experience it, it's nonsense. This oneness thing. So we have to be able to have a training to come out, out of this hypnotism that we're in, that there is separation because your senses tell you you're separated. All of your life experience is about separation. Mm -hmm. So how can I be one? So then we need to reprogram ourselves and re-educate ourselves so we can feel it in our daily life and to recognize that we're not separated. We're all a part of this one body. And that takes time because we're so focused on being an individual that it's almost impo it's impossible in that focus and identification to recognize that you're not just an individual. And isn't that familiar and uh, society training that everybody just, you know, looks at themselves as their own individual and they forget that, you know, God made us in the likeness of him, which makes God in each and every one of us, which makes us all connected. But people, you know, are brought up as you're your own person. Yeah, well, that's also, in a way, it's God's will to put this veil on you, on your, in front of your eyes, so you've, you don't remember where you come from and not carrying your memories and not knowing about the spirit world. So it's, it's a grand plan to create this illusion of separation because God cannot know itself as the oneness. You know, when you talk about it's all one, mm -hmm. but when you awaken, the awakening happens and you come to a full self-realization self that it's all one, but then you realize that was BS. It was bullshit because there is no one. The, the one you're talking about doesn't exist. It's nothing. So after you come from duality, 
you mm-hmm. when you awaken fully realize and you come from the duality into the oneness that one doesn't even is not there because how can it be there the the oneness is not aware of itself it's just a flat lake it needs some kind of waves to seize itself otherwise it's not aware of itself this is like when you're sleeping and you're not dreaming yeah so so let me i just finished this part okay. i don't know i think we're coming to a break i think yeah. we are okay why don't we do the break and we talk about it after perfect we're going to continue so hang on we'll be right back with zarathustra and some more scintillating conversation Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Good day, everyone. Happy Thursday. Well, if you've been following along on the podcast, I am talking to Zarathustra. But if you're new and you're just tuning in, I'm still talking to Zarathustra. (laughs) So (laughs) welcome. And just to give you some info for the people who just tuned in, Zarathustra is an internationally known founder of Fifth Dimensional Quantum Healing and Awareness. He is a spiritual teacher master healer, and a conduit of the truth, who has dedicated his life to elevating human consciousness. And by combining Eastern and Western teachings, Zarathustra aims to share the truth that we, what we seek, and I will get this right, what we seek resides in our hearts. Welcome back, Zarathustra. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So we were talking before break about oneness and how... I mean, one, you know, getting past being separate to find the oneness. But then when we find the oneness, let's right. continue. Let's go on okay. from there. Right. <laughs> I forgot the, the charity shout out. I'm so sorry. 
It's charity shout out time. I apologize okay. for interrupting. So your charity is um, Hope for Pause organization. And Hope for Pause is an LA-based non-for-profit 501c3 animal rescue organization. And they rescue all kinds of animals suffering on the streets or neglected in the wild or abused at, you know, from their homes. And they do rescue and education. They want to raise awareness for abandoned animals. So that was Zarathustra's charity. And if you want to find out some more information, if this resonates with you, if you want to help through volunteering, through donations, you can reach them at www.hopeforpause.org. So I'm sorry, let's go back to oneness, separation, and the bullshit of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, you know, the, the, uh, in a nutshell, God, God doesn't know itself in the original state means it's just, it's one. So, so it's just imagine that there's a flat lake and there's no waves. Nothing's going on. It's just flat. So the lake is there. It's not aware of itself. And to get a feel of itself, it needs to have some kind of movements. It needs some kind of waves coming. And the waves rising and falling down and why rising and falling down. And the same thing, um, the, the, exi- the, the presence, God, that it needs to create duality to know itself, to look at itself. So it comes in your form, my form, or every object you see on this planet. And then, so it wants, it's, since it's infinite, then it can be anything it wants simultaneously being everything. So if it creates a war, it's, it's an imagination, it's fighting itself. Like when we were kids and we played cowboy Indians or, or a Second World War or whatever, or, you know, nurse and patient or whatever, you were playing this game in your imagination. There wasn't another person there. You're just imagining it. And in that imagination, people get killed, people get sick, uh, whatever happens. Exactly the same thing is happening here. This whole thing is happening in God's imagination. And all the players are God. So nobody dies really at the end of the day. We just lose our shells. It's all that. It's the same one who appears as many. It's one. That's why they call it God is the biggest trickster. Because it, it, God is appearing of so many different things. The dark, the light. All of them are coming from the same consciousness. There is nothing outside of consciousness, good or bad. It just doesn't have its own independent existence. So, and you know you can experience it because you are that. So how do you experience it? For example, when you sleep and you don't dream, There is no REM. There's absolutely no REM or very, very low level of REM. I'm sorry. There can be absolutely no REM. There's very low level of REM. You're not dreaming. You weren't dreaming. You you put your head down 
six, eight hours after you wake up and you tell yourself, oh my God, I was gone. I slept so well, I was gone. So what happens when you sleep and you don't dream? Your sweetheart is lying next to you. Your baby is sleeping in the other room. Your mortgage, your problems, COVID-19, election, politics, everything disappears. There's nothing because you're not there. You, so, and then when you wake up in the morning, as soon as you think of yourself, which is an I thought, the first thought comes to your mind is me, I, I am Marla, and then everything else, da, 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 everything else comes back. So where was the world when you slept and you weren't dreaming? Where did everything go? Didn't it just stay? You went. Well, you have to be here for the rest of it to be here too. Because it's your, it's your reality. You're the most important person to yourself. You're the star of your own life. Yeah, so if, if you are not here, your reality is not here either. It disappears. So there must be somebody rises out of nothing for the rest of it to appear. They're, they're both connected. They're... they're They're a mirror of each other. No Marla, no world. Interesting. So, so because (laughs) what came to me, the minute thought came, was so when you transition and your reality changes in spirit form, because it does, you you lose your body, you don't have the world, the tangible denseness of the earth. And I'm going to talk earth because that's where we are. The gravitational pull, you're now spirit, you're up. Spirit has a different reality because it goes through its own process once it transitions from the body, once it kicks, you know, steps out of the shell of the body. Are you asking me or telling me? No, it's a a conversation. Right. I, I, I don't know anything about it because I haven't experienced that yet. Okay. I just find... That it's a fascinating thought because if we're talking about reality and if we're not here because we are asleep and not dreaming, so we're not rumming, so we're not bringing in other pieces outside of ourselves into our process, our dream process, you know, I guess the question, the curious question for me is, so then when we change our reality, that also everything will change around it. I have no idea, but I'll let you know soon. When okay, I well, go we'll th- keep in touch. We'll plan on meeting, and you can fill me in when we get to the other side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a great concept and idea. I, I can't really say anything about it. I can only t- tell you about what, what I know in this life, which is very little. My direct experience is very, 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 very little. The rest of it is knowledge. It's stuff I've read and stuff I've heard from other people. So this part of it, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know what happens after this body. Uh, So I, I basically like to be here and deal with what I know in here. Uh, but these are great ideas, but I can't tell you if it, if it is or it's not. But what I know is that 
there are many, many moments in my life that whether I'm meditating or I'm making love or I'm running or I don't know, uh, there's a moment that I lose association with an individual body separated and I am experience my natural state which the mind becomes quiet, the, you, you go beyond the mind. The mind mm -hmm. is here. And you go beyond the mind into silence. And all of a sudden, what happens in that period of time, you're completely blissed out. But that period of time, Here's, you know, let's say here's the mind activities. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Then it comes to this, this point. From this point to this point, you are in absolute oneness. And then the mind comes back. So you become a person. But in that period of time, you're gone. That's where you meditate and you say, oh, my God, I had an amazing meditation. I was gone. That's but when you're gone, you don't say, I am gone. You don't say, I'm blissed out. You're just not there in, so in that sense. I hate to interrupt you. We're coming. Believe it or not, the show is, is winding up. <laughs> We're going to have to have you back because the conversation is wonderful. So I invite you back. We'll find another thank time you. for you. I, um, you. I thank you so much for taking the time to join us and share all your wonderful you? information and knowledge with us. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. My pleasure. I want to also thank uh, Voice America and everybody who helps get the show up and up and on the road. Bridget, my assistant, my right hand, my left hand, so grateful. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking the time out of your day, out of your life, to hear my extraordinary guests like Zarathustra, um, because I'm, it's here to help you learn more and give you more options in life. Um, I want to also remind you about WisconsinMask.com so, so you can be socially considerate of others. Be safe, keep yourself safe, keep others safe in this crazy time and this crazy pandemic. Um, and I look forward to seeing you or having you back next week with our guest. And until then, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. Stay well. 